blackthorn and sloes. Only twice a year do we really take note of blackthorn bushes growing among hedgerows and scrubby field corners. First in early spring, when masses of bright white blossom erupt from hedgerows before there's even a leaf in sight. Bees, moths and butterflies, excited by the early appearance of flowers rich in energy-giving nectar, dispatch pollen from blossom to blossom, conveying complex codes so that each little flower may become a fruit, which in turn will feed many more creatures in autumn and the cycle of life may continue. Quietly through the summer months, blackthorn branches grow, leaves develop and the long prickly thorns do their job of keeping nibbling livestock at bay. It's the combination of intricate branches and long pointy spines that make this such a widely utilised hedgerow shrub more effective than any strand of barbed wire in the making of a boundary. And while the leafy shoots grow, the little ovaries at the core of each flower have been swelling up, soaking up the sunshine to produce a crop of autumn fruit. So the second time each year when the blackthorn announces itself to the world is when the slowberries ripen among the thorny thicket. Blue, black and round, slows have a shiny skin and powdery coating like a plum. These are the wild forerunners of domesticated plums and can look tempting to eat, though the flesh will make your face stretch back in surprise and your mouth pucker up in alarm as your taste buds are assaulted by tart astringent juices. Slows are classed as an edible fruit, but they're certainly no match for our sweet adapted 21st century palates. Archaeological digs have unearthed the stone pips from slowberries in ancient middens, so we know that slows were part of the diet here for many thousands of years. The earliest inhabitants here would have eaten slows, as would Bronze Age farmers and resourceful Vikings. Ripe slows were probably stewed up for syrups or tonics with medicinal properties, rich in vitamin C, a good natural source of antioxidants and other health-promoting compounds. There is a tradition too of mashing up the pulp of sloes and spreading it out thinly to dry, which eases the bitter taste as the sugars concentrate and makes an edible fruit leather. Chewy strips of dried fruit preserve well and provide good sustenance and valuable vitamins through the winter months. Nowadays, we no longer have much need for the wild fruits of blackthorn bushes, though there are many creatures who do avail of the autumn bounty. Mingling in the hedge alongside sweet and juicy blackberries, shiny long red rose hips, hard little hawthorn haws, and cheerful clusters of orange rowan berries, nature is at its most generous at this time of year. Thrushes, starlings, blue tits and blackbirds are among the many birds who depend on the sustenance of wild fruits in autumn. Hair streak butterflies lay their eggs on blackthorn bushes in late summer too. The eggs remain there over winter, hatching out in spring when the caterpillars who emerge are met with a ready supply of leaves to eat. These caterpillars are eaten in turn by the nesting and fledgling birds who also appreciate the shelter of a blackthorn bush. A whole community of life exists among the thicket of a thorny blackthorn hedge, 
From lichens to clambering honeysuckle, spiders, beetles, butterflies and birds, and little shrews and wood mice too. All these and more depend to some degree on the tangle of densely growing thorny twigs. So blackthorn provides a nursery for butterflies, moths and birds, but it's also a natural nursery for the saplings of young trees. Because the branches grow so densely, armoured with long menacing spikes, browsing animals such as cattle, sheep and deer won't attempt to chomp through a blackthorn bush. This means that emerging baby oaks are protected as they grow up through the tangle along with ash, rowan and other young trees who are often nibbled into non-existence by cows, sheep and deer. The same combination of densely growing branches and long spiny thorns is what makes blackthorn such an effective barrier against roaming cattle and the reason why blackthorn is such a common hedgerow shrub. When the lower layers of growth in a thorny hedge are encouraged, they become thoroughly impenetrable and no sheep or cow would ever fit through its thorny thicket. As I walk the byways in autumn sunshine and watch the blackthorn berries ripen, I am eyeing up their lovely blue skin and wondering when they'll be ready for the making of slow gin. While I harvest and prepare the crop, I might reflect on the blackthorn bush, so boundaried and still so generous.